Welcome to Book Bistro, where book enthusiasts come to chat about the books they love in a warm and supportive environment. Today is Wednesday, February 13th, 2019. I'm Shannon, and I'm here with Jen, Sarah, Stacy, and Natalia. And we are super excited to talk with you about books that are coming out in March. Hello, ladies. Hi. Hello. Hello. Hi, Shannon. Are we ready to talk about great March books? <laughs> yes. So excited. There are so many. Stoked. It was a hard, um, it's hard to find books. And once I started finding them, then I was like, wow, there's more than I thought. So before we get started, let's do the usual housekeeping things. People can find us on Facebook by searching Book Bistro Podcast. Once you're there, you can like and or follow the page. You can join our Facebook group. And if you want to get a hold of us, you can do that via Facebook Messenger. You can also send us an email, and that address is thebookbistropodcast at gmail.com. We would certainly love to hear from you. So we have quite a few books to get through this evening. Um, we're going to try to get through them all. If it looks like it's getting long, we will stop, but hopefully we don't have to. Stacy will start us off, followed by Jen, then me, Sarah, and Natalia to finish off the round before we start again. Got to keep these twins separated by a couple people so we don't get confused on who's like excited about what. Yes. So I'm well, sometimes we're excited about the same thing. I know. But then we have to share. I know. It's hard. It is. It's so hard for twins to share. It is. It's so, it's so hard. It is. So my first book tonight is by an author that's new to me and I'm so excited about it. And I just, um, I love the name of the book and it's called Rosie's Traveling Tea Shop. And I think that to give it its full effect, it should be said in the British accent, Rosie's Traveling Tea Shop. And the author, <laughs> the author is Rebecca Raisin, which is a delightful name. And this book comes out on March 3rd. And basically this book is about a Michelin rated chef named Rosie and her life is all mapped out. She has the successful career. She has the lovely husband. And by January, 2021, that is when she will, she would, her plan is to begin having children at that time. Sounds like me. N Right. And it was all planned out. But, you know, sometimes plans don't work the way you expect. So one night when she came home from work, there was her beloved husband with his bags packed and a sob story about how he was leaving her because he was having an affair. Ooh. So what do you do when uh -oh. that happens? You drink a bunch of wine and in the morning you wake up thinking that you kind of have your life back on track until you realize that you have purchased a pink camper van that's going to be coming to your house. Wow. <laughs> so, right. So what does one do with a pink van, a pink camper? Well, if your name is Rosie, what you do with it is you turn it into a traveling tea shop and you drive around the countryside, apparently serving tea out of your pink camper. And oh. the tea shop has a woman's name, but I'm blanking on what it's called right now. So, um, but anyway, this book looks delightful. It comes out on March 3rd, and I'm really excited to read it. It's called Rosie's Traveling Tea Shop, and it is by Rebecca Raisin. So my first pick is the latest offering from Lisa C., and it is called The Island of Sea Women. It comes out on March 5th, and we've talked in the past about how 
many of us on the podcast really love to read about history and specifically about history that we don't really know a lot about. And that's what this book brings us, um, by the way, of a story about two young women living in Korea on an island. And this book spans several decades of their lives, starting in the 1930s during Japanese colonialism, going through the first world, I'm sorry, the second world war, and then on through the Korean war, the aftermath of that, and so on. So these two young women are very close friends, but at the same time, they also have very marked differences, both within their personalities and also in regards to their families. So the one young woman is the daughter of a man who is a Japanese collaborator. And then the other young woman is the daughter of this woman who is the leader of this team of diving women who are very integral to the survival of their island village in Korea. And these two young girls, when they are very small children, start out as baby divers, learning to be part of this women's diving team. Now, I'm not completely sure what all the diving team does, but I get the impression that it's very vital to the survival of the village and it can be very dangerous. And this culture is very interesting because I get the impression that it's rather matriarchal in the sense that here are these women with this this power in that they do this diving work that is very dangerous and very important to their village while the men kind of stay home and watch the children, which is an interesting dynamic, especially given the time period that this book goes through. Um, And at some point during the course of this sweeping saga, these two young women's differences come to a head and there is some sort of uh, giant um, event that causes them to be like, can we be, stay friends or not? I don't know what that is. You'll have to read it to find out. This book sounds fantastic. Um, I get the impression that these sea women, that these, this diving team is a real thing um, because it talks about like how we get to learn about that. So that leads me to think that it's actually a true thing that perhaps we don't know about in history. Um, and this book just sounds incredible. Again, it is called The Island of Sea Women by Lisa C. And it comes out on March 5th. And I want it. A lot of March 5th books, I feel like. Yeah. Yes. I will change it up a little bit. And I will talk about a book that's coming out on March 12th. <laughs> oh, this is The Parting Glass. And it is by Gina oh. Marie Guardino. And this really excited me because it's compared to Fingersmith by Sarah Waters, which I really, really loved. Um, And so I was very excited to see something that was compared to it. So this takes place in New York during the 1800s. And we are introduced to Mary. Mary is a lady's maid to Charlotte. And Charlotte is this kind of like society belle. And she's very prim and proper. She has her life kind of laid out for her. Her family has some very, very serious expectations for her. So we see Mary and Charlotte, and they have developed a relationship of sorts. And I'm not quite sure to what, you know, how, how serious this relationship is, but they definitely have deep feelings for one another. And this could be a problem. Mary is an Irish exile 
who is living kind of a double life when she's not the prim and proper ladies maid. She is hanging out in kind of the underbelly of New York um, with some prostitutes and this um, kind of like barkeep guy. There's a lot of things that are going on for her. At the same time, Charlotte is having an affair on um, this bit made me think a bit of like Wuthering Heights. Um, she's having an affair with a man who works in the stable. And he turns out to be Mary's brother. Ooh. So this is a bit of a problem. So I am Oof. very excited about this. Um, this again is The Parting Glass and it is by Gina Marie Gardino and it comes out on March 12th. My first book is called That Ain't Witchcraft. Encrypted book eight by Seanan McGuire, my most favorite of favorite of favorites. Thank you, Natalia, for letting me do this book because we both love Seanan McGuire. This book will come out on March 5th and it is about the youngest member of the Price family. And I always say her name wrong because she's called Annie in the books, but I think it's Antony. Antony. No, yeah, it's okay. A N T I M O N Y. Antimony. Antimony. Whatever price. Antimony. It's antimony. And she is the youngest of the Price family. So I can't say too much. There are many things that happen in this book. It is book eight. I will tell you that for some of it, she's kind of on the run. Ooh. And she is cast adrift away from family, and she has no mice with her. You've heard me correctly, everyone, no mice. If anyone in, in this world knows my twin and me, you know how much we hate mice. But the mice in these books, Natalia, back me up, like literally make the books. They are so funny. They are talking mice, and they remember <laughs> Everything about the Price family, Hail and they have Whoa. all these. They have all yes, Hail. like Cinderella. <laughs> Wait, kind do of. it again, Natalia. Hail priestess. Hail. Yes. <laughs> yes, they like they hail, and they have all these rituals, like the ritual of the Thursday tea, but it's really not that, or the ritual when grandmother yelled really loud, and they like talk about these. <laughs> and it's these. The mice are my favorite part. So I'm I sorry. Love them so, so much. So back to the back to poor Annie Price, who's cast adrift from her family. She's very close to them. And her mice. I really yes, and her mice. And she doesn't have any mice right now because she set, tried to send them back home to tell her family what was happening. Squeak. Uh, yes, <laughs> yes. But she has lots of amazing friends and maybe a love interest who I don't want to give away. So she, in a previous book, made a bargain with the crossroads. And I don't want to get too much into this, but um, this series loosely overlaps with another series that Sean and McGuire writes about the Crossroads ghosts. Oh. So, she, yes. And she had to make a bargain. I can't say why. And so when your bargain, when, when they ask you to pay up, um, you need to pay up. So she is in this town in Maine and She's charged by the crossroads to kill a man named James Smith. Now, James Smith is mad because he tried to make a bargain with the crossroads to save the life of his best friend, and it didn't work, and so he's been plotting revenge. 
Ooh. And so she has to, she has to, like, she's supposed to kill him, but she, I don't think she wants to. And just to make matters even more traumatic, the next leader of the Covenant of St. George, who um, hates the Price family, shows up and would like, I don't know why he, I don't know what he's going to do, but he's not good. They don't, they're not good people. So if you are interested in this series, because it probably makes absolutely no sense to anyone but but Natalia and to me, because we've read it. Um, The first book in the series, I believe, is called Midnight Blue Light Special. But if you are like Natalia and like me and you've read the whole series and you're so excited about that ain't witchcraft, it comes out on March 5th. So I'm stoked and I can promise you I will be buying the book like before it comes out if I can pre-order it. And bless your heart, you didn't sign the author a second time. So oh Sean and McGuire. So the next book I'm gonna talk about has nothing to do with urban fantasy. It is called All the Wrong Places by Joy Fielding, and it is coming out on March 12th. Now, this book is probably one of the many reasons why I just can't with online dating. Uh, Maybe I read too many murder (laughs) mysteries. And I know it works for a lot of people. And, you know, I think that's the way dating is happening these days. But I remember being in college and having friends that were going and saying, yeah, yeah, this guy, we were talking on OkCupid or on Tinder. and We're going to meet up tonight at a bar. I'm like, ooh. And I think this book is the reason why this, why I'm so, I guess, uh, wary of this kind of dating. So this book is about these four ladies and they have different issues in their lives. Uh, They have one of them is divorced. One of them is a widow. uh, One of them is eternally single. And the other one um, has decided what she's going to do with her cheating spouse. And she thinks that revenge might be the best dish served cold. but here's the issue so they all go on this dating website uh, and and they're all related they're all family a couple of them are cousins some of them are friends one of them is is uh one of their mothers can you imagine going on the same dating website as your mother (laughs) oh no 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 lord well (laughs) (laughs) um and one of them starts dating a killer great And this killer doesn't want, he's like Pokemon. He wants to catch them all. So this is All the Wrong Places by, this is All the Wrong Places by Joy Fielding. It comes out on March 12th. And I'm I'm very excited about this. You know, beware the Tinder. I don't have to read that. You know, I, I, Uh, I met my beloved husband online and actually on on our first date. My cousin came with me to the coffee shop and sat across the room and emailed me a bunch of commentary about and my well, date and emailed Sarah too. And so that was like a rom com. Some of the commentary, I, I deleted it because oh. it was our first date. I didn't, you know, just. But um, special. But he, you know, we could have had a rom com instead of a joy fielding like date, you know, yes. murder mystery. <laughs> but that sounds good. I may have to read that. I used to read her books a long time ago. So well. She Let me has tell some you, good I, stuff. I'm really excited about the next the next book that I want to talk about. This author for me in the past was an author that used to be an auto buy for me, and then 
I felt like recently her books have gotten a little on the sappity wappity end of the scale for me. Um, so I kind of stopped reading, but this one looks like something completely different. The book is called the cliff house and the author is Rayanne Fay. Yay. And yeah. And I'm really excited about this book. It looks more um, <clears throat> like the kind of book that I love reading like that um, relationship type book with women in a family. And I, I love that. So this book is called the cliff house. Like I said, by Rayanne Fay. And it comes out on March 26th. And it is about three women. So it's about sisters, Beatrice and Daisy. And after the death of their mother, they were raised in this cliff house in a little northern California town by their Aunt Stella. And Aunt Stella, unbeknownst to Daisy and Beatrice, gave up a lot of her dreams in order to raise her nieces. And now, you know, the the sisters are grown up and, um, you know, Beatrice really had kind of a, you know, she got pregnant really young and then she married um, the father of the child and it was a very rocky marriage. And so now she's with her very mature 11 year old daughter, Marisol, and she has a second chance at romance. Um, So she's kind of going to explore that. And Daisy, who's always been very responsible and like, you know, kind of not a risk taker has met a man who, Um, is teaching her that taking chances can actually be a good thing. And the three women together are going to kind of explore like love and family in the cliff house in this Northern California town. And it's love it. I know. And it sounds like my perfect kind of book. So this again is the cliff house by Rayanne Thane and it comes out on March 26th. So my next book is Cemetery Road by Greg Isles. And this is a standalone by him. And this one features Marshall, who is a really famous journalist in D.C. He loves his job. He loves being in the thick of things. And then he is called home because things are falling apart with his family. And he's not super thrilled about this because he really doesn't want to come home because he vowed to never go back to this tiny town Bienville in Mississippi, where he's from. So, but he does because his father is dying and his mother is trying to save the local paper and failing at it. And all these things are happening. The town itself is having an economic boom, but it may be because of shady dealings. So, there's a lot happening. So, he gets home and even more things start to happen. So, he gets back there he's dealing with all the stuff with his family and he finds out that his college sweetheart this woman called jet has married into this very notorious family in bienville um and that these people um in this family are very notorious because they are um very uh high-ranking people within this organization that sort of runs the town from the inside. And this is supposed to sound really alarming, but honestly, it made me want to laugh when I first read it. Um, It's called the Bienville Poker Club. And everybody should be apparently very afraid of the Bienville Poker Club. And actually, I think they should, because once you find out more about this 
poker club, it's apparently super criminal and not good because then some murders start happening. So um, this archaeologist is but he's killed. And then all of a sudden the wife, uh, the mother-in-law of this jet person is killed. And the only other person there with her at the time is her husband who's like basically like the head guy of this Bienville poker club. And he insists that Jet be the one to defend him in court. Well, then Marshall joins forces with Jet unbeknownst to anybody else. And they start uncovering all these secrets to do with this very influential family and to do with the town itself. And these secrets may stretch as far as DC and the plot goes on from there, but it's just super intense. There's a lot happening with this book. And again, it is called A Cemetery Road. It's by Greg Isles, and it comes out on March 5th. March 5th. Okay. So, my next pick made me really, really happy when I figured out that it was coming out. I did not know. I just like Wait, was looking. Is it about plagues? No, unfortunately. Oh, no plagues. No. Hurricanes. Is it about cults? Oh, no, okay. it's about hurricanes. <clears throat> okay. Um, <laughs> which are not as good. Surely as not plagues. the University of Miami hurricanes, right? No, no, no. No, okay. N- not as good as, as plagues or cults, but hurricanes, you know, it's all right. <laughs> Devastation. Destruction. Yes. <laughs> so this is The Liar's Child, and it is the latest book by Carla Buckley. And I oh, did yay. not know that she was coming out with a new one until I just happened to be, like, looking through stuff for this episode. And I was like, oh, my gosh, she's coming out with a new book. So I really have enjoyed a couple of other things that I've read by her. And so obviously I am looking forward to this one. But this is the story of a woman who is living in this kind of rundown, yuckety apartment complex <laughs> in, um, in North Carolina, like right kind of on the Outer Banks. And this complex has the rather ironic name of Paradise, but it isn't. So it's one of these places where, you know, people kind of move in and out quickly. You don't really know your neighbors. It's, it's just not great. And our main character is living there, and she is hiding from her past. She wants this, to live in this place where no one knows her. No one's likely to ask her any questions. It's a good place to just kind of be under the radar. And then a hurricane comes. And while she is getting ready to flee the storm... She finds these two young children who live in a neighboring apartment, and they appear to have been abandoned. Oh, no. So she rescues them, but she doesn't want anyone to know that she did this, and I'm not sure why, but no one should know. And so she and these two children are now, like, on the run as they're trying to, like, survive the storm, but also... But also, they're trying to, like, keep themselves hidden so this looks super great i'm very excited about it again this is the liar's child and it is by carla buckley and it comes out on march 12th as well Yay. i love carla buckley i've read the deepest <clears throat> secret and the good was it the good goodbye was it yes called, I think? yes yes and those are both super great but now see now I, it's nothing to that hurricanes and not why you like this you like this because of the on the run bit it's true I like this for all kinds of reasons. Hurricanes on the run makes me think of like salvage the bones with a hurricane. Maybe we'll have to make sure no children were damaged in the making of this story. And then maybe I will read it too. (laughs) We shall see. Said Mama Sarah. I can't help it. 
You guys, can we please, pretty please, talk about Anne Bishop, one of the goddesses? Yes, of yes. So I did wait, not read uh, last stop. year's book. Halt. Stacy, my favorite sister. Oh. Thank you for introducing oh. me. Stacy, my favorite sister. Without you, I would not have learned about so many authors, and Anne Bishop was one of them. Oh, I love this. <laughs> I. <laughs> I love Ann Bishop so much. I know. And her too. book that is going to And be- you love Stacy so much. Oh, yes. Very <laughs> kind much. Of, yes. Sometimes. <laughs> this book will be coming out on March 5th. I can't wait. I will be buying it. It's called Wild Country by Ann Bishop. It is, a, it is in the world of the others. Yay. Which yes. I, I, I'm still missing Simon and Meg, but... This book looks really good. So it makes references in previous books to a town called Bennett. If anyone's read all of the books previous. Yes. And so this book is going to focus on Bennett, which is a ghost town. Ooh. Now, the reason it is a ghost town is because the humans were annihilated by the others. But the reason that they were and why so many towns are wiped out is because the others are retaliating for the humans slaughtering them. Ooh. The others are shape-shifting creatures if you haven't read these books before. So this book is going to focus on reestablishing some of the ghost towns, and the humans and the others are going to be working together. So there is a female human police officer who is going to be working for a sheriff who is... Um, a wolf guard sheriff. Ooh. I know. Ooh. So I'm hoping there might be some love there, but who knows? And then there are um, there is a couple um, who has four foster children, one of which is a blood prophet. Oh, so yes. you know, that'll be good. And then I love this line. There um, is a there is a um, deadly kind of other. Who wants to run a human, a human <laughs> style saloon? <laughs> so this book, they are all going to have to try to work together, and I'm sure there's going to be a lot of like gaffes and confusion as you know the humans offend the others, and the others offend the humans, and they don't know why. And they're going to have to learn. They're going to have to establish. I love this. This is Anne Bishop did this so well in previous books. Yes. But the problem is things are going okay, but then there's this arrival of the outlaw Blackstone clan. I don't know who the Blackstone oh. clan is. I did not read last year's book, which I will be, Lake Silence, which I will be doing like before this book. I didn't read it, and I don't know who okay, the maybe Blackstones they weren't, are either. Maybe they weren't in it. It kind of, the, the synopsis kind of made it seem like they were. Um, but, so this clan gets there, and they're either going to um, really um, reunite the, the others and the humans, or they're going to um, bury them all. Oh, I have to read this. I, I want this. I, I want do this too. so much. What's it called? It, the book is called Wild Country by the goddess Anne Bishop, and it is coming out <laughs> on March 5th. So it's like World of the Others, book two, but it's the seventh book that's set yes. in this world, which. Yes. It's good because if you haven't read them, you can like 
dive in and read all of them and it oh, would be amazing so beautiful so what's the first right, one and then? they don't have to wait like, yeah right of the first one written in red written in red written yeah. in red that oh it's so good i got my brother to read the whole series the first five and he wow. really liked them yeah they're so good he he's the one that likes the king yes yes right yes yeah so that sounds like something yes. he'd like so the next book i'm going to talk about is by samantha young and it is a novella it is called hold on change is coming <laughs> okay it's called hold on and yeah, maybe change is coming for this character. It's part of her series called Play On. And those of you who are not familiar with it, the first book is called Play On. But each of the books can be read as a standalone. I think the only thing that that connects are the second book and this novella. So this lady, Autumn, had a very traumatic childhood. And her brother has always, you know, since he was the older brother, he always kind of tried to shelter her from it as much as he could. And she feels like she's been walking around life aimlessly, not having good relationships or really bad relationships, particularly uh, not doing what she's wanted to do because she's kind of been living in a bubble. And then one of her friends says, well, why don't you come with me to a resort in Montana, a ski resort in Montana, which is completely opposite from, you know, her life in Glasgow. And she says, hey, sure, why not? Maybe if I get away from this bubble I've been living in all this time, I might find myself or do something different. And, of course, in the resort, she meets a guy, and he's completely different. His name is Gray. Uh, And he's very different from everything she's used to. But at this point, she's kind of wary. You know, she's always been very peppy and perky and open to everything. But now she's kind of like, yeah, well, I like this guy, but I'm not sure. Is it worth, you know, stepping into love? I guess we'll have to see. So this is Hold On by Samantha Young. And it's another March 12-er. So did Samantha Young write that book on Dublin Street? Is that is that yes. this author? Okay. All right. So the final book that I'm going to talk about tonight, I have, um, I was really debating, but this book looks really good to me. It's by another new-to-me author. And it's called In Another Time. And the author is Jillian Cantor. And this book um, is... It takes place um, in the era of World War II. So right away, of course, I'm drawn to it. It's a Stacey book. It's a Stacey (laughs) book for sure. So in 1931 in Germany, a bookshop owner named Max meets budding violinist Hannah. And the two of them just form this really beautiful love. And um, they, they, they have this really lovely connection and everything. But... What is not known right away is that Hannah is Jewish and Max is not. And during Hitler's rise to power, you know, they've kind of met and fallen in love. And from what I can tell from the synopsis, they've actually gotten married. But, you know, Hannah is trying to figure out what she's going to do because obviously she's not safe in Germany. And so that's her secret. But Max, his secret is that he's gone for months at a time. And it's something to do with, in his mind, being able to help Hannah at some point, but we don't know what he's doing. Well, fast forward now, all of a sudden it's 1946. So the war is over and Hannah wakes up in a field outside Berlin. And the last 10 years from 1936 to 1946 are a complete blank to her. She has no idea where Max is. She has no idea. He's just gone and she can't remember the last 10 years of her life. 
Whoa. That'd be awful. Right? That'd be terrible. So she decides after a while what she's going to do. I'm she, not sure, though. Well. It's terrible for the time period. I know. To, to forget the war, I guess, might not be all bad. But she doesn't know what happens, to, what, what's, what has happened to her husband, Max. So she finally decides she's going to move to England and live with her sister and pursue her, her dreams of being a violinist. And so basically um, in this part of the story, it's this sweeping. She goes from, um, you know, England to Paris and Vienna and to the, um, to the U.S. as she kind of rises and her fame and her star kind of begins to rise. So that era is told in Hannah's voice, but the years leading up to then are told in Max's voice. And so Ooh. what will happen? Will they ever reunite? Where was he going? What was his secret? This I book again, I know this book again is called in another time. The author is Jillian Cantor and it comes out on March 5th. Sounds fantastic. Yes, I know. Does. I know. I'm really interested. Yep. She has another book called the lost letter. That I saw looks that super good too. Yeah. I haven't read it though. My final pick for this episode is the latest from Carol Goodman. I'm oh, so excited yes. about it. Yes. It's called The Night Visitors. Oh, I've been looking at this book for a while, Jen. I want to read it really bad. I know. I know. I'm so excited. I just, anytime she has a new one out, I'm like, yay. Um, so in this, we see Alice. And Alice is getting off of a bus in New York in a snowstorm. She gets off a bus in New York. I'm assuming it's upstate New York. They name a town, but it wasn't like, you know, she's in New York City. And she has a young child with her who they don't specifically say is her child, but I would assume he is just by the way it talks about her relationship with him. But it doesn't specifically say it's her child, so I don't really get that. But this child's with her. He's a 10-year-old. He's apparently very bright and everything. And they have called a hotline to get help because, hello, fleeing from abuse. And this um, this social worker comes called Maggie. And Maggie is like in her 50s. She lives in this very like rundown house in the country. And she says, oh, you know, I know I'm supposed to take you to a shelter, but why don't you just come to my house? Oh. I've got lots of room. And we have, you know, there's this big storm and you should just come with me. And they're kind of like, well, no. So anyway... But what Maggie fails to tell them is that this kid reminds her of her reminds her of her brother who died several years ago. Um, oh, sad. And so she's keeping secrets, and the Alice person is keeping secrets, and the snowstorm gets worse, and they're at this house that is all closed off by snowstorm, and it's all run down, and their secrets come to a head, and there are internal and external threats, and the book goes on from there. No and limbs cut off, right? Hopefully not. Hopefully not. I don't know. I've not read it. Anyway, this is The Night Visitors. It's by Carol Goodman, and it comes out on some date I forgot to write down. March 26th. March 26th. Sarah, Carol Goodman, um, her pseudonym is Juliet Dark. Juliet Dark. Dark. Yeah, okay. Yes. 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 So good. Oh, I love those two. Yeah. So my next pick is totally different. So let's think about Les Mis. <gasps> let's do what but, part well I dream the dream. all the parts but what if it's set 500 years in the future Ooh. on a different planet whoa how strange so this is sky without stars and it is book one in the system divine series by jessica brody so basically we have 
this settlement, which is on an unknown planet, um, 500 years in the future. And this is very reminiscent of revolutionary era France in the sense that the upper classes are flourishing, but most people are sort of starving in the streets. And there is this rebel faction that wants to overthrow the current um, societal leaders, and they are slowly beginning to come to power. So the fate of this civilization rests in the hands of three people. One of them is a thief. One of them is an officer. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) <laughs> one of them is an officer and one of them guards a secret underground library and Ooh, hasn't whoa. come up to the surface of the planet for 12 years oh my so Groundhog. these three <laughs> these three people must join forces and work to save not only like each other, but kind of life as they know it. And so it looks super great. I'm very, very excited for it. Save um, the I, day. Indeed. It comes out on March 26th. So we have a little while to wait for it. But can anyone guess what I will say? You uh, haven't. You haven't. <laughs> Brand new swear word. Ark. Okay. Um, are any of you old enough to remember the 1990s? Um, yes, totally. I think even I'm old enough to remember the 1990s. <laughs> yeah, but you were born in the 1990s. Barely. Yeah. No. So, I was born in the early 1990s. Thank you very much. Okay. Did you ever have a 90s romance? Yes, not yes, a with good my one. That is that kind of like a bad romance? Or is no, this... no, I think this is going to be a good romance because okay. Jenny Colgan wrote it. <gasps> oh. It's called. I know, I know. It's called My Very 90s Romance by Jenny oh. Colgan. Oh, and it is coming out on March 12th, which will be a glorious day. And it is a story about a florist. <laughs> and she's down on her luck. And she was living in a bad roommate situation. And her luck begins to change when she, um, when she takes on the challenge of transforming her very nerdy roommate from nerdy to, I don't know. So this florist's name is... Yes. yes. Gonna be popular. Well, that's what she hopes, but she's, I'll tell you about him in a second. But Holly moves, um, she's the florist, and she moves from a bad roommate situation, and she moves in with three um, rather uh, kind of motley crew. Um, <laughs> so we have the sexually confused banker. We have a high-flying legal eagle. <laughs> and then we have Addison, who spends his whole day in front of his computer and talking to his online girlfriend um he also really likes to communicate with um anybody who worships at the altar of jean-luc picard oh okay Okay, then but one time he turns away from his computer and holly sees his beauty and she's instantly smitten oh Oh, addison the computer nerd so after several false starts, which I'm sure because it's Jenny Colgan will be hilarious, Holly manages to convince Addison to turn away from his computer and join the world. And while it doesn't always go well for Addison, 
um, Holly's luck begins to change. And so this book is going to be great. Um, it looks like a bunch of zany characters and it looks like Jenny Colgan at her amazing best. So if you're like me on March 12th, which is the day after my husband's birthday, you will be (laughs) (laughs) running out to the, to, um, the traveling pink van tea shop with your book (laughs) and the bookshop on the corner to buy the book. And you're going to be buying this Jenny Colgan, my very nineties romance. I can't wait. I have to have this in my life. It sounds really fun. So the last book I'm going to be talking about is Before She, <laughs> Before she Knew Him by Peter Swanson. And uh, this author has kind of been like a hit or miss for me. I've liked some of his books. Some of his books have been like, yeah, But this one looks really good. I'm very excited about it. And since Shannon has the arc, she can tell us when it comes out. <laughs> when I actually read it. <laughs> it comes out on March 5th. Oh, cool. I read it this it past out- weekend. <laughs> On March 5th. Yeah, according to Goodreads, she read it three days ago. Yes, I did. Uh, I don't like her. I don't like her. So this book is about Henrietta. And she has, I believe she has bipolar disorder. And she has it all managed and she's very happy. She's moved into a new suburb with her husband. She's got her meds under control. She's got her own art studio and she's doing her thing. And then these new neighbors move next door. And when she goes to their house, she sees a sports trophy that was known to be connected to a killing that happened a couple years ago that she was absolutely obsessed with for no reason whatsoever. And now she goes into a spiral of questioning herself. Is this is this real? Did I imagine this? Is this person crazy or am I crazy? What's going on? And is it going to be like college when I had a breakdown? But one day she meets her neighbor in a parking lot and it turns out that he knows exactly what she's up to and he makes her life a nightmare. And I'm not spoiling this. It says it in the book jacket. How he makes her life a nightmare. Is he the killer? What does the sports trophy have to do with anything? I guess we will have to find out on March 5th because unlike Shannon, the rest of us have to wait. (laughs) (laughs) So this is... Before She Knew Him by Peter Swanson will be released on March 5th. All right. That brings us to the end of this episode. I want to thank Stacy, Jen, Sarah, and Natalia for sharing with me some of their most anticipated books for the month of March. Thanks goes out to Christine for all of the editing that will be necessary in this episode. <laughs> Thank and you. As always, just for the fabulous work she does um, on each and every episode. And yes, of course, I want to say thank you to all of you who have joined us on this zany journey that we have yeah. called Book Bistro. We are very, very glad to have you. And if you are glad that you have listened to the show, please take a moment and leave us a rating or a review on Apple Podcasts or whichever platform you use to access the show. It will help other people to find us and also just kind of let us know how we're doing. And we would appreciate that. Anyway, I hope all of you have a fantastic week. I will be back next Tuesday with more fantastic book releases and some number of us will be back next week um, <laughs> on Friday with more bookish greatness. Until then, take care, everybody.